Welcome to the Farcast. I'm Alex Helmrecht. I'm joined here by my co-host, Daniel Binkard. And our distinguished guest today is none other than Justin Haig, a, a former colleague of both Daniel and I. Uh, he worked uh, at Shattern State College. We'll talk about that uh, here in a little bit with him. But uh, Justin is currently a public information officer for the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. So, Justin, thanks for joining us today. Hey, it's great to be here. Great to be back on campus and uh, great to be hanging out with you guys. Absolutely. So, Justin, as I mentioned, we're former colleagues. You worked at CSC prior uh, to, to transitioning to the Nebraska Game and Parks. But give us a little background into your education and, and professional experience before moving to the exciting outdoor world. Yeah, you bet. Uh, um Grew up in uh, southwest Nebraska, as, as a lot of good people do, do as you know, Alex. Um, grew up in southwest Nebraska and uh, attended uh, McCook Community College for a couple years after high school and uh, came to Shadron State after that. Um, I started uh, out um, as with a, toward an education degree, thought I wanted to be a teacher. Um, but then uh, the Eagle newspaper sucked me in there at... Uh, there at the college with uh, the great Levita Dickinson and started uh, working there at the Eagle newspaper, switched over and ended up getting a journalism degree. Um, had a lot of great times there. Um, then worked a couple years at the uh, Shattern Record after I graduated. And then went on from there to the McCook Gazette where I was associate editor for a couple of years. Um, and I got the opportunity, uh, Con Marshall told me they're was uh, going to be a job opening up uh, up here as a as a communications coordinator up at Shadron State College. So I uh, got got that position and worked at uh, Shadron State College for twelve years. Um, started out as a, in that communications coordinator position. Um, toward the end, I was a marketing coordinator. So did that uh, for twelve years. Really uh, enjoyed my time at. Shadron State College, for sure. Um, it was really hard to leave, but uh, this job opened up with the Game and Parks Commission, and they told me that uh, they'd uh, pay me to uh, go out and hunt and fish and and take photographs of wildlife, and uh, it was a little too good of a deal to pass up. Yeah, I certainly can't blame you there. Now, 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 I know this just because our offices were always either next door to one another or, or just right down the hall when we moved to, to Sparks Hall. Uh, Klein Center, rest in peace. Oh, we <laughs> miss know, it, as, yeah. as you know. But um, uh, there was a short a short course you took one summer with that I think Teresa Frank uh, mm -hmm. in the Rangeland Management Program led that that really kind of opened your eyes to to maybe this career. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you bet. Uh, you know, uh, I of course uh, became acquainted with a lot of the faculty on campus working in my position here and Dr. Frank was one of those and she knew I had an interest in the outdoors and in wildlife and she she I think she was looking for some warm bodies to fill that short course and she uh, she contacted me and said hey you should sign up for this so I did and uh, it was a really uh, wonderful experience she had a lot of the uh, wildlife professionals come in and speak to us and we did some great field trips I remember within that week and uh, um, whether, geez, we were doing some birding stuff. And I remember we went clear over into Sioux County and, uh, um, sained, um, minnows, all the, all the native fish out of the Niagara River over there and, uh, um, went clear up into the Black Hills and, uh, looked at, uh, 
that talk to the professionals up there and how they manage the elk and stuff. So that really uh, did that. That uh, even really spurred my interest in uh, in wildlife, and uh, that came at about the time I had uh, paid off my student loans. So I went out and uh, bought a, a 500 millimeter lens um, at that time, and uh, having. Uh, my eyes open to the wildlife diversity in the region went out and uh, started photographing as many species as I could. So, so yeah, that uh, short course was a very important uh, step, I guess, toward, toward the career I'm in today. Uh, so, Justin, you've kind of described it already uh, with hunting and fishing and uh, just general gallivanting around in the outdoors. But what is uh, sort of the official job description or how, how, would, how would you describe being a public information officer for the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission? Yeah, you bet. You know, we're always trying to uh, um, communicate uh, the mission and, and uh, the goals of the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission and all the projects that are within that. And uh, the, the Game and Parks Commission has a very diverse mission, and which is nice because it allows me a lot of diverse opportunities in the things that I get to cover. So, you know, everything from our, our state park system, which is celebrating 100, 100 years this year with Shadron State Park being the first one, I get to go visit a lot of those state parks. And of course, like I said, the wildlife is what really uh, drove me into, into this position. So, um, stewardship of wildlife and natural resources is a big part of that too. So, you know, um, I'm the only member of the Nebraska Game and Parks Communications team west of North Platte. So along with that, there's a lot of other duties as assigned. Um, you know, one, one big role that, uh, I get associated with a lot is Nebraska Land Magazine, the parks and, uh, Parks and Conservation and Outdoor Recreation publication of the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. I think it dates back to 1921 was a, the first issue of, of that. Um, and it, you know, it, it uh, has always had a big, strong um, emphasis on photography. And so that's uh, um, a lot of what I do is going out and, and photographing wildlife and all these beautiful places so I can uh, share those with Nebraskans and hopefully uh, generate uh, an interest in the outdoors for them. But uh, other than that, a lot of uh, um, a lot of what I did at Shadron State College, um, writing news releases, writing copy for a lot of other different things. Um, sometimes there's an education component. I might be organizing a uh, turkey hunting workshop or something like that. So it just kind of depends on depends on the week. You gotta love that uh, duties as assigned tag. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Job description—that's kind of the catch-all. <laughs> Justin, I got a quick question for you on the photography side. Now, I get the sense that what you guys generate in terms of photography is far greater than any one issue um, can contain. You know, for a given story. So, what other what uses do the photos get beyond Nebraska Land Magazine? Yeah, you bet. You know, and actually, the the magazine is. Um, you know, it's limited space with the magazine, so you know only a few few of the images actually get in there of, of what we shoot. And you know, we, as you guys know, um, just in uh, the last uh, twenty years or so, communication has changed a whole lot, and there are a whole lot of different ve vehicles out there for getting the word out. And 
um, within our agency, you know, gosh, we have digital newsletters and website and and uh, all these other different things. Social media is huge, you know, and we, we've got a great social media coordinator in Lincoln who uses a lot of those images to uh, to put out our message on social media channels. Um, you look at all of the some of the most important publications that we put out are the hunting and fishing guides and the boating guides and all that stuff. So, you know, you're, you're shooting photos to go in, in materials like that and um, reports and presentations that uh, some of our biologists or other people are doing within the agency. So, you know, that it's, it's very important to have strong imagery to go with, to go with your, your messaging, as you guys know. And so, luckily working for the game and parks commission so much of that stuff that we do it's really fun stuff to photograph so absolutely yeah well and one of those fun topics is is something that's right in our backyard shattered state park which you you alluded to is the 100th anniversary and that appears on on park permit stickers i have one of my pickup right now so every morning when i climb into my truck i get to see a photo of yours as i'm sure every, a lot of people around nebraska do yeah you bet that's a fun thing to to get a get a photograph of mine on on all those all those windshields and it's kind of like when i worked here you know i remember uh getting a photograph of uh in the in the new york times which uh certainly was had nothing to do with my skills as a as a photographer but it was it just happened to be that danny woodhead was on campus <laughs> so yeah um it's kind of the same way with the park sticker too i, I just happened to be in the place where shattering state park is but uh, anyway it's a it's a it's great to have that uh, photo out there and all the vehicles wow that's kind of photography in a nutshell right place at the right time that's and, it and, uh, yeah with a little bit be ready skill, to go there you go yeah that's what that's the uh the joke I always tell people is that, uh, you know, I'm public information officer, a PIO, but uh, all my coworkers in uh, Lincoln refer to me as lucky SOB <laughs> <laughs> with all the uh, great wildlife and landscapes that we have out in this country. So, yeah, we're certainly blessed with them out here. Yeah, you bet. Justin, what are some of the uh, memorable experiences you've had uh, working for the, the game in parks? I, I know I can remember talking to you once you were um, I don't know if nervous is the right word, but you were certainly prepared for, a, I think, a super moon that you'd f photographed near Fort Robinson, maybe. And um, there was maybe some pressure around that or, or something maybe around Valentine. I can't quite remember. But what are some of the more memorable experiences? Yeah, you bet. Well, there's there's always, um, uh, you know, and what's fun about photography is you can look back over your images and they're all memorable that way. They put you right in that spot. And, you know, it's always fun to when I'm looking through our image database to uh, to see some of the some of the places and things I've gotten to do. And, you know, like I said, wildlife is really the thing that drove me toward toward this career and the opportunity to photograph wildlife. So so many of my memorable experiences have been been around that. And, you know, I'm fortunate to be able to go out and hang out with the biologist when they're getting up close and personal with some of these animals, whether it's a sawwood owl, you know, the first sawwood owl that uh, um, was banded here in northwest Nebraska or, or you know, burrowing owls too, or whether it's um, recently the pronghorn or bighorn sheep and, and even mountain lions, you know, and just to be able to go out with with our biologists when they're working on that stuff. All those are very memorable. But some of the other stuff that's memorable to me is just uh, hanging out with my family at some of these park areas, you know, a trip to, to Merritt Reservoir, camping trip to, to get images there, or, 
or you know it's it's all it's all fun stuff so okay yeah well, Justin, I imagine quite a lot of work goes into preparing for um, the feature stories that you're writing uh, for the various publications. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that process? Yeah, you know, you're always, um, it is, you know, there is a lot of preparation that goes into it. And you have to have good good equipment and you have to have it all gear, ready to go a lot of the times. And, and you know, sometimes you, you never know when a when the weather's going to be just right or the light's going to be just right to get out, as, as you know, Daniel, as a photographer, to get sure. out and, and uh, get those images. But, you know, one of the things that I think is um, really um, a, it, with this job is is something that you're so tied to the seasons. And, you know, they like people in Lincoln will contact me as they did this year, and they wanted some video shot of bighorn sheep and rut well that only happens a certain time a certain length of time and you know the hunting seasons and the and different seasons they, they only last a certain amount of time so you, you're always within these short windows of when things happen with nature so you know and it's like so many of our stories you know they're on a schedule for with the magazine especially a year out well if you miss one of those things that happens in nature they ain't it's not going to wait for you nature doesn't wait for you so if you miss it this time you got to wait a whole other year for it to come around before you can get out and and document that again so so yeah there is a, you know a, a, like i said just the the gear itself um trying to keep it all all straight and, and uh, keep it um, ready to go and then trying to hit things when they happen that's a challenge Justin, we talked a little bit about some of your uh, experiences with the game and parks. What are some of your fond memories of working at CSC, other than obviously <laughs> collaborating with Daniel and I on a variety of that, it, it doesn't get much better than that, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I uh, really, uh, you know, that's, a, that's I think, a, a lot of it, though, is, you know, you guys are really were um, fun to work with. And I think uh, the people, you know, make, Shadron State College and you know it's a you don't find other than a college campus um, such a diverse set of characters you know with all the different professors and all their skill sets and just the opportunity to be able to uh, talk to all those uh, different people and to learn from them I think is wonderful and you know I you know no story of mine or yours Alex and probably you too Daniel with is complete without talking about Con Marshall and, you know, how important he was. And I think, you know, he's been doing this for many, many years, this communication stuff. And he really set a high bar um, for communications at this college. And I think, uh, you know, we, I came a little before you guys did and tried to uh, keep that high bar communications. And then I see all the things that you guys are doing with communications these days. And I don't, don't think we've uh, missed much in the, in that area. I think, uh, you know, still a very, very great reputation at Shadron State College for that. So I think that's a lot of it is, is just uh, working with the people and you know, hanging out in the, the press box on Saturdays, that's all. That's been a lot of fun. We've seen a lot of great football games up there, that's for sure, and a lot of other um, great activities at the college through the years. So I'm just thinking back to that uh, Blizzard game we had in 2012, and you guys were doing stats up there, and um, uh, I was... 
I was in the uh, control room running uh, the switcher at one point and then running a camera on the roof at one point, but I know you guys had kind of an interesting experience for that game. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how that ended up <laughs> after the field was completely covered in snow, I believe is the, yeah, uh, the it was, piece it got, of it. Yeah, it got a little hard to see by the time that was over. So Yeah, we created... Um, we kind of created landmarks on the windows <laughs> yeah. in the old press box so that we knew where the yard lines were. And basically, you know, like Glenn Clinton, for example, don't go back and watch that film because your rushing yardage <laughs> is probably not correct for that, for that week. But um, that was a, certainly a very challenging statistical uh, experience. The hardest one, though, was for me... Uh, when when we first started doing stats, I think Justin and I have done stats together for gosh thirteen years probably. Yeah. Um, was the game where CSC played Abilene Christian the the triple overtime game the gosh was it seventy six seventy three. Yep. Um, because CSC was losing by like thirty. I mean, you remember? You oh yeah, halftime it was uh, go home. There's nothing going to happen here. Yeah. Except <laughs> there was like two hundred people left in the the stands at the beginning of the fourth quarter and the games that are really hard to pay attention to are the ones that are blowouts um, because things get really weird and uh, you're just not as focused. And we were just teetering on that, on that brink. And then all of a sudden some things started happening and, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, that was certainly a, a memorable experience for me. Oh yeah. That was an amazing game. And like you say, that's a, one uh, set of statistics we should probably frame because that <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't get to get to a, do a game like that very often. So that yeah. was a really fun period in in uh, Shattern State history for sure. So. Yeah, I, I remember at the time of that game, I, I want to say it set fourteen Division two records that game did. So yeah. our stat, I mean that's that's cool. Our stats that uh, unfortunately that game has been wiped. Yes, uh, because right. of NCAA infractions um, from uh, Abilene Christian, but. Uh, hey, it still happened. We, it we're still, still happened. Count it. You bet. Yeah, we won't forget that anytime soon. Fans storming the field and everything yeah. else. Oh, what a memory! Yeah, lots of great memories over I'm, there. For and sure. I'm glad you mentioned Con because Daniel and I are, you know, we're still here, and so we hear it a lot. And we certainly love and respect Con, and he's a mentor to all of us. Uh, but Daniel and I often joke that. We're one of three people hired to replace Khan. Um, you, of course, would be the third of that triumvirate. So uh, two of us are still around here. And, and Khan, even though he's retired, still maintains an office. <laughs> That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first when when the seed got planted for me to come back to Shattern State was actually at the UNK Shattern State football game. I had gone down there. I was working at the McCook Gazette at the time, as I said, and went and went down there and went to the went to the restroom and here comes con i think he had his briefcase and comes or he was in a hurry of course to get out on the field and shoot some photos but he mentioned to me in that restroom would you ever be interested in coming back to shattering state i think there's going to be a position open so so that's where the seed was planted there not the not the uh, most distinguished place in the world but uh, it, it's fitting that it would be at a football stadium with con yeah, so absolutely. Yep. yeah. And, and you know we said we come back here my wife we were getting married that year cricket of course a lot of people in the shattering state community know her working through the foundation and and uh we sure haven't regretted our move to shattering ever since it's been been a good thing for us so great 
So once you got in back to Shattern, uh, tell us a little bit about what your duties were and how did they evolve over the years? And the most important question, how many duties were official? How many were unofficial? <laughs> yeah, we'll go back to that other duties. That's the same thing again, huh? yeah. yeah, you bet. You know, and that was uh, that was the year 2000. Like I said, my wife and I were getting married that year. And uh, it makes it easy when it's, when it's an even number like 2000 to, to remember that. But uh, but yeah, I I remember it was it was a pretty vague job description in the beginning. I think it was a maybe a short paragraph is all it was, and I uh, and I it was written in there that I'd have some sports information duties along with uh, with writing stories and doing photos for for the college. But it was a pretty general thing. So, um, you know, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but you know, you talk about how technology has changed through the years, and things were really starting to change at that point um in 2000 the college didn't have uh, much of a web presence at that time and i got hired about the same time that uh, damon mitleider did as a as the college's first webmaster so there was a whole lot of that uh, going um working on developing the the website and the sports website and all that and i remember you know putting up news releases for the first time on that site and doing a lot of that stuff. And I think it's, you know, the, the example I always use is when I first started, we'd have a snow day at Shadron, and all we did was call the radio station. I think that's all there was to it. We, I mean, I think if I, you know, you called the two radio stations and that was it. And then all of a sudden you started getting... You know, people were expecting it on social media and people were expecting texts and all these other different uh, different communication channels. So that kind of uh, communications in a nutshell, as you guys know now, with so many different channels where people are expecting to receive their information. So, so yeah, I think a whole lot of that, of course, was not written into my original job description for sure, but it kind of uh, came on as, as we went of, of out of necessity to uh, communicate in a lot of those other, other channels. So, yeah. I remember those days of having to use Dreamweaver to, to update the website. Yep. Um, you I gave don't me miss that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. You gave me a crash course on it, and it was really helpful, but I was not as competent in it as, as you were. Um, but, yeah, there's... Yeah, FTP and pages and doing all that, I remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, but, uh, you know, we've made a lot of strides, and you you brought the website a lot farther then, but I remember, yeah, there in the beginning, Damon was a big help in getting some of that stuff going on... on uh, we were a little bit behind in that area, I think, and, and was proud to see us get some of that stuff online. Yeah, so. absolutely. But boy, things, yeah, it's anymore. It's a whole different story. So, yeah, and in just twenty years, yeah, it's changed a lot. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like twenty years ago. It was <laughs> like, just yeah, crazy. Just, <laughs> yeah, we just hit the new millennium, didn't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Um. So you talked about how you, how you knew that CSC was the place for you as a student and then early on in your career as a professional. Uh, but what's the draw for you as a community member? What, what, why Shattered? Yeah, you know, I can't think of a better place to be. And, and um, I'll tell you, at first, you know, I was quite a ways away from home, you know, when I first came here to college and, and uh, you know, I had a lot of pretty stuff to look at here. But, I, I you know, I wasn't really 
um, entirely sold on it right away. But then you, you find a community like uh, the, the Eagle newspaper was mine probably, you know, and I think that's so much about what Shadron is. Um, it, it, you, you, there are so many ways to become involved with community, small town uh, with a, with a college, the size of Shadron's, you just can't beat it because it, you know, the, the college makes, you know, there, there are towns this size all over Western Nebraska, but they don't have a Shadron state college. And that just brings so much vibrancy to it, to a small town like this great place to raise kids. You know, you know, first, you know, I first got to know it as a, as a college student, got to know it as a professional. It was great for me that way. Um, and then, then as a, as a, having two kids grow up in this community, I couldn't think of a better place, place for that either. So, you know, just a, just a wonderful place. And, you know, and the nice thing is, you can drive across town in five minutes. You, I just got back from Omaha this weekend, and I thought I like visiting here, but there is no way I could deal with that traffic every day. So, so uh, yeah, to be able to live your life and do it in in this way, yeah, you, you can't beat it. So, uh, Justin, what advice would you give someone who's interested in maybe making a career of public information and or photography? Yeah, I think uh, one thing that's always been helpful for me going back to uh, the Mrs. D days, I think is the red pen that she had. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people, they get um, turned off by criticism in this field. And I think that's something that you have to be open to is to be able to have your stuff looked at with a critical eye. I think that's the most important thing. And to put it Put, put your stuff in front of people who will tell you the truth about it and try to try to make you better. You know, that, that's been a big help to me through the years. And um, I've always said I'd, I'd a whole lot rather uh, have my work corrected by someone and have somebody sh shoot straight to me before it hits the press and the whole whole public is, is seeing it. So I think that's, a, you know, the most important thing is to find people who are going to shoot straight with you and to, to uh, look at your stuff with a critical eye and... Uh, yeah, make you better. I think that's really good advice. Yeah, and it, you know, it's something I'm still, <laughs> I'm still learning every day. I, uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about oh, that, yeah. and I, I uh, still like to have people uh, fix up my stuff quite a bit. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. We've we've had when we would meet in person, we've had guests uh, come to our staff meetings, and a few of them, Daniel, I think, are kind of surprised at how critical we are of each other, but it's in a constructive way. It's oh, never, yeah, we're always trying to get better. Yeah, we're, we're always trying to to improve, you know, the overall product or, or whatever it is that we're working on. And uh, I've heard comments from people like, I can't believe it, that your meetings are that open, and it's refreshing. And um, I think that if you've, if you've worked in this industry long enough, you, you just kind of come to expect that with with talking that way that it's you don't yeah. take it personally uh you're just trying to do the best you can professionally it's, yeah it's it's really good to kind of have that line yeah you bet you know and i remember when i first started working for gaming parks we um my admittedly my photography was not as good as what a, a lot of the other photographers with the game and parks or was that and still learning on that too for sure but uh, that was something that was extremely helpful we get together and um, set up a projector and go through each other's photos and there's a whole lot of that would have been a whole lot better picture if you would have taken three steps to the right or all this you know and just 
criticized each other's work and tried to give each other pointers. I remember one time we did it um, over on the Valentine National Wildlife Refuge. We went there and fished during the day and met at night and put a sheet up on the on the wall at the at the lodge and put the projector up there and it met in a room. So, yeah, it uh, it stuff like that's just really helpful. Yeah. I always like the idea of that workshop atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you bet. really get some accomplishments made. Yeah, even the little things. Yeah, no doubt about it. Justin, what are some of your outsides outside, excuse me, I'll re- start over. What are some of your interests outside work uh, in not including photography? Yeah, um, uh, you know, I think uh, I like to uh, tinker around a lot. Like I say, I like to like to fish. That was one of the things that got me into this job, fish and do a little hunting, get outside, do, do some hiking, you know, enjoy all that stuff that uh, seems like goofing off, but it uh, helps your soul for sure. And uh, um, you know, and I like to, uh, tinker around the yard and in the garage quite a bit, always messing with tools. And, uh, yeah. one thing I've been doing this winter is, uh, restoring an old fishing boat, a 1996 fishing boat, recarpeting it and everything. So, um, really like to do that, to get, put some tools to use and, and do some things around the house. So. I don't know. I like a good buffet, as you know, so <laughs> I wish we could get back to eating buffets again. <laughs> yeah, it is time. Who knows when that'll be? Yeah, who knows when that'll be, so. Well, you mentioned hiking. Uh, you and your son did the Pine Ridge Trail, right? Yeah. Tell we, us about that. Yeah, that was, uh, well, you mentioned memorable experiences earlier. That was that was definitely one of them. Last summer, uh, my son and I, that was at the when the pandemic precautions were running strong at that time so we thought what better way to social distance than to go hike the pine ridge trail um 37 miles worth um we started on a friday morning um that was our first real backpacking experience so we we backpacked it um got done about sunday at noon so yeah we started eight o'clock friday and we hiked most of that time It, it took that long and i had a uh, blistered the size of my a grape on my big toe by the time it was over i lost eight pounds oh, doing it so yeah it was it was a uh, i thought oh heck 37 miles that's not much i can hike that no problem but when you put 40 40 pounds of gear on your back with the tent and all the all the stuff uh it was challenging and uh even i think my son who was uh going into his senior year of high school he admitted it was one of the if not the hardest thing he'd ever done. So, so yeah, it was a, it was a good time. And I, one of the, one of the neat things we have around here though, you know, you don't find that in other parts of Nebraska to be able to hike a, a trail for 37 miles one way, um, uninterrupted on public ground. So, you know, that's a, that's a really neat thing. And I, I uh, I don't know if I would do the whole thing in one chunk again, but there were definitely some spots along that trail that I'd hike into and camp overnight to, to do again. So Cool. Well, Justin, I think we've come to the uh, par- portion of our interview where we, get, we have the quick hitters. <laughs> so quick answers to some quick questions. Favorite team, uh, regardless of the sport. Favorite team? I, I think uh, Alex is trying to draw me into an argument here with, uh, <laughs> between the Packers and the Lions. And, no, and we can it, say this is not necessarily not the favorite team, but a favorite yeah, team. So I, we'll temper it with that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely though. I have to say, any team my kid is on, you know, that's what I I cheer for. And you know, my kids are pretty active in sports. So yeah, whichever one I'm watching at the time. So yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for not saying the Packers. <laughs> 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 What's a favorite movie of yours? 
Um, you know, uh, I could watch airplane over and over again. I think that's well, probably one bet. of my favorites. So yeah, I, yeah. Picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. So well, we say, <laughs> we say that on a regular basis. No, no. Yeah. Uh, first concert you attended? I, yeah, the first concert. A lot of times when people ask me this question, I say Weird Al Yankovic because let's face it, Weird Al Yankovic is about the coolest concert you could ever go to. It was <laughs> yeah, the it first one, but uh, I was. Thinking about this, and it was actually a Rex Allen Jr. concert. He was an up-and-coming country artist when I was a little kid, and I went with my grandparents at the McCook Auditorium. And I don't know if you guys know what Rex Allen Jr.'s claim to fame is. No. He is the narrator on Me, Myself, and Irene. Oh, so, nice. yeah, so there you go. And yes. so that, I, saw, I got to see him in concert when he was um, aspiring to be a country star. I don't think he ever thought he was going to narrate Me, Myself, and Irene down the road <laughs> at that point. But. Oh, well, his career took a turn. Yeah, I think so. That would be one of the more original answers we've had to that oh, question. <laughs> I like it. Plus, he mentioned a place near and dear to my heart, the McCook Auditorium. Yes. There you go. Yeah, McCook Auditorium. Not very comfortable spot. seats, but great acoustics. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Uh, Justin, who's a favorite photographer of yours? Oh, geez. There's a, you know, I got a lot of favorite pictures I've seen and a lot of, I mean, hell, Daniel Bankard's a really good <laughs> photographer for sure. And, you know, and, and one of the... I, I should mention Michael Forsberg. You know, he's a conservation photographer in Nebraska. He inspired me. Working at Shadron State College, I got to cover a lot of speeches. Um, you know, the, the, like I mentioned earlier, the wildlife short course was big, but so was Michael Forsberg's presentation that year. I went and covered that. Um, really loved the way he tied um, nature photography in with his message of conservation, and that really inspired me. So, yeah, I... I've gotten to know him since, and he's been a big help on on a, on a lot of my work, and really really admire what he's done. Um, Eric Fowler is another one, Shadron State College graduate, works on Nebraska Land Magazine. He's always been a big help to me. Um, beyond that, all the former photographers at Nebraska Land Magazine, I look back through old um, issues, and I am amazed at what they were able to do with the equipment of the time. You know, it's a lot easier to get a, a quality photograph these days. And, of course, the ex expectations are higher than they used to be. But uh, looking through some of those old issues and what they did with the equipment that they were limited with, they didn't know they were limited at the time, but they really did some great work. So Bob Greer, um, John Farrar, some of those guys. That's yeah. great. So, Justin, the final question for you. What word comes to your mind when you think of Shadron State College? Oh, I think... Opportunity is it comes to mind first. I think uh, um, I mentioned coming into the Eagle newspaper, and it was, a, a, and this is programs all over campus. I think gives kids the opportunity to really get their feet wet, their hands dirty in in a certain discipline, and that was something that I think was very valuable with the Eagle newspaper was to be able to work in several different areas of newspaper production and to learn, you know, a little bit, I mean, everything from um, writing news and sports to uh, um, editing to going down. That was back when uh, Shadron Record had a press. Back then, we'd go down and get papers off the press and see that thing run and help deliver them sometimes. So, you know, that, that was uh, really some great hands-on experience. And I see that happening all across campus, just a, a lot of great opportunities for people. So, yeah. Well said. 
Well, thank you, Justin. We certainly appreciate you joining with us today. It was kind of a fun chat. Yeah, it was more than kind of a fun chat. It was a really fun <laughs> chat. So, no, no, I appreciate you guys having me today, and you guys do wonderful work, and uh, keep it up. Well, thank you, well, Justin. You paved the way for us, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. We still look at uh, a lot of the stuff that, that you helped set up during your time here, and uh, certainly are in that Hall of uh, hall of Fame for, for Shattern State Communications employees, that's for sure. Well, you guys deserve it, too. So, All right. Thanks. Yep, thank you.